Artists passionate about nature often have messages of conservation in their art, but the art-making process itself has an impact on the environment. WFPL Arts reporter Stephanie Wolf has this story on visual artists aligning their practices with their beliefs. This is a nice color over here. Southern Indiana painter Karen Boone crouches at the edge of a small pond in her backyard. She holds a brown paper bag and gardening trowel and scoops some clay into the sack. She'll use this ochre-colored dirt to essentially make paint. It's so renewable and so plentiful. (laughs) Our whole 10 acres is just full of it. Boone describes herself as an outdoorsy person who's loved nature since she was a kid. And she kept bumping up against an issue with a lot of her art supplies. You see, some products, like paints, often come in plastic or single-use packaging that will eventually end up in a landfill. And the supplies themselves might be full of synthetic materials. Turpentine, aerosols, plastics, resins, or fiberglass. All stuff that can be toxic to people and the planet. That just isn't okay for artists like Boone. So about a decade ago, she began rethinking her art to make it more eco-friendly. We're artists. We're supposed to be improving the world. We're not supposed to be damaging it. And that's really how I really think about all this, is I don't want to damage it. Boone initially ordered natural paints online. Then during backpacking trips, she got the idea to source her own art materials from nature. I think it was just happenstance, honestly. I think it was just like when we're backpacking and and out in nature and hiking, which we do tons of, it just made sense to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is clay. How hard can this be? Boone researched how to make pigments, kind of like how the masters did centuries ago. Inside her home studio, she explains that she grinds the materials she forges into a fine powder. Next, she mixes in walnut oil till she gets a consistency she likes. That's how simple it is. These earthy pigments are often grittier than store-bought ones. So Boone paints with palette knives and works the tools through the pigment to create broad strokes of color across the canvas. Sometimes I like it thicker, depending on the kind of piece I'm working on. I like knowing that it's got that texture in it. For Justin Roberts of Murray, Kentucky, the desire to go green came before the art. I was pursuing a culinary career, and I had the idea of making my daughter's Easter baskets out of willow. And after Easter, we would plant the basket and turn it back into a tree because I was tired of the throwaway culture and the footprint that we were leaving. That was in 2011. Today, Roberts creates furniture and large, whimsical sculptures out of willow trees. He enjoys working with willow because he can keep harvesting from the same tree for years without damaging it. And he can grow new trees from cuttings. His wife, Shannon Davis Roberts, says these artworks last several years. And then... There's nothing. Like, when it does break down and it's time to remove it, there's no screws, there's no plastic... There's zero waste. Davis Roberts says they think the arts can be a leader on the sustainability front and hopes their willow sculptures might inspire others to think about the natural world more. Going green has a double meaning for Louisville printmaker Norman Spencer. His prints often feature nature imagery, and he likes to buy some materials secondhand, which is better for the environment and saves money. Going to like estate sales or garage sales and getting paper. And sometimes they're really cool, like some old antique paper that someone's had in their drawer for like 50 years that isn't made anymore or has like a certain sheen to it that only comes with age, you know. And he doesn't let any paper go to waste. I cut my own paper because I I want them to be certain sizes. So I, I tend to have like excess 
And even if it's little tiny strips, I, I tend to find uses for those as like bookmarks or just things like that. He also reuses leftover ink and prioritizes local manufacturers to reduce emissions from shipping. Back at her southern Indiana home studio, Karen Boone says she did fall down a rabbit hole of research, figuring out how to make her creative process greener. And now I feel like I have my method. I feel like I'm good. Like, I'm now okay, you know? And like, if you just do one of the things versus all 20 things that I might have said today, or you, you're still helping a little bit. Because she says, if you're at least thinking about it, then you're a part of the solution. I'm Stephanie Wolf in Borden, Indiana.